Welcome back to another episode of Rewilding for Women, where we talk about empowerment, but empowerment from the depths. I'm your host, Sabrina Lynn, founder of Rewilding for Women, and today's episode is another episode that comes to you as a live stream in our Facebook group, but the conversation is an intense one, and it's around what's required to come into a conscious relationship. Now, I know that term conscious can mean a lot of different things for a lot of different people, um, but getting beyond the kind of stigma around conscious relationship or conscious man and just feeling into a really quality relationship, right? That kind of deep connection that we long for or that sexual expression that we long for, that deep, 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 deep love and partnership. So it's a pretty in-your-face episode. It's intense. We've gotten a lot of backlash from this post that it was actually aimed around. So this whole conversation is uh, kind of in response to something I wrote that was extraordinarily controversial a couple months ago and was recently just published um, again, so it's kind of recycling itself and felt like it was just a really good time to go into some of these practices and to go into what's required of us as women and what kind of what we can do to open up to deeper relationship, to attracting that partner that will go to the depths that we're wanting to go to or the heights that we're wanting to go to or to connect in ways that we're wanting to connect in. So that's enough of me. I'll share one last little thing. If you're not already a subscriber to Rewilding, I would do that. We share astrology posts every month, and that only goes to our subscribers. So we talk about the current energetics that we're in, and we also just share other little tidbits. We send out a weekly email just to kind of um, touch everybody in, give some practices around different themes that were going on, and we share that only with subscribers. So if you're interested and you want more rewilding, go to rewildingforwomen.com and you'll see a couple of different ways to join us. Okay, that's enough. Enjoy the episode. I originally shared the Conscious Man post, uh, I don't know when, sometime in 2017. I don't know when. I would be making it up. I'm sure the blog post will give us the exact date if, if uh, we need to know when that is. But I had been running women's circles for maybe a year and a half, had been working deeply in these realms that we work at in Rewilding, which are like the more hidden, unconscious realms of the psyche, the parts that wreak havoc in our lives and we don't know it, the, the things that sabotage what it is that we're desiring and really wanting. So in relation to conscious man, uh, it's the parts of us that will block that connection that we're longing for. So we don't even know that we're, we're doing that. It's those realms. So those are the realms that I work in. Um, some of it, right? Like we work really high and really low and um, really light-filled and then really into the, into the depths, into the, what some would consider the dark. But really it's just the deep dive into parts of psyche that are a little bit more hidden. Um, so for those of you who are just joining us, we're just kind of starting to work our way into the conscious man. And I want to talk about what does that mean? I want to talk about 
I want to take us in. I want to give us this experiential uh, feel for what the hell I was writing about in that post, um, which absolutely was not ever meant to be shared publicly. That was me just on a hike in Australia by myself, roaring. Um, had just done a Kali meditation, was really connected to that, um, had come out of um, doing some, doing a lot of work, holding a lot of space um, for different parts of self, specifically around for women, so holding space for women, specifically around this desire and longing for like sacred marriage, the big mama union, right? That tantric relationship, stepping into the divine feminine, he's holding the divine masculine, and then that dance, right? So she's fully opening, he's fully penetrating, fully holding, fully protecting, he is consciousness, she is love and light and bliss and joy, right? Can you feel how fucking awesome that is? There's a reason we long for that. There's a reason that we desire that. There's a reason that we like uh, poke holes in our relationship or are constantly like wanting more, wanting, because we know there's more. We know that there's more. Um, and so this post had come out of, I don't know, I was just walking and I got to set this water down. Sorry. I was just walking and angry <laughs> and angry and fired up that we have not been shown how to get that. We have not been told how to get that. We've been told fairy tales and fabulous Cinderella stories and this painted picture of Prince Charming showing up and then we ride off into the sunset with him and all is well. And I was so angry <laughs> that... It took me 30 whatever years to finally understand that, oh my God, I'm patterned to sabotage that. I'm patterned to attract something that is not that. Not because I consciously chose to be patterned that way. I didn't say like, oh yeah, let me sign up for some really shitty relationships or some relationships that are not fulfilling where sex sucks and I know that there's more and I'm begging for a deeper connection and he's not showing up and he's not present and all of that, da, 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 all of that stuff, right? So it's, it's that, how were we not shown the way? <laughs> And then also, how do we deny the way? So I could show you the way. Somebody else could show you the way. I'm not saying my way is the way, but somebody could show you the way to remove those blocks, to undo that patterning, to open up, right? Like if you want to be in this tantric union and in this sacred marriage, you've got to open up to being that divine feminine, right? Being Shakti, being that full love, full light force, that bliss, that joy, that just absolute like, hell yeah, I am alive. This, this is life. This is bliss. This is joy. This is feminine. This is Shakti. Um, 
So if we want to come into relationship, that's got to open in us. Now that can open in relationship, right? So that can open with a man or a woman, right? This isn't man and woman. This is one person is primarily holding Shakti or feminine. And then one person is holding Shiva, masculine, right? holding, penetrating, permeating, loving, right? And there's a dance. So also when <laughs> two, <laughs> when, when this union, and it depends on everyone's different, we all express differently, but just because I am a woman in this, I'm in a woman's body doesn't mean that I don't also do this with my partner. And he does this. So it doesn't mean that some relationships are, um, are where both traverse and can play the roles and there's this dance. But anyways, I'm digressing. Um, we should write a, we should do a podcast on that or something or an episode on that. But I want to talk, I want to talk about what's required. I want to, I want to, I want to talk about that post. I want, it's, for some reason it's resurfacing. There's a lot of energy around it. Like it was just published on Rebel Society. Like big shout out to Rebel Society. Hell yeah, we love what you guys are doing over there. Um, so it was just published there. It just got recycled. A gorgeous woman um, created a video where she recited um, the conscious, the words in there. And it was like uh, burst uh, did a lot of things listening to this woman read it and the emotion that comes up and witnessing um, a woman who is stepping into the opening to that, doing what's required to open to that and to come to that. So um, there's a lot of energy around this and it just feels right to revisit it uh, from this, this place. Also, astrologically, it is hilarious <laughs> that it's resurfacing right now. So what's happening is we're, we're in this place astrologically where there is some serious awakening, transformative energy being thrown at the goddesses of the sacred marriage. So the two, Juno and Parvati, who hold the wisdom of the sacred marriage. So you can throw goddesses out the window. You can throw archetypes out the window. I don't care if you don't believe in that stuff or think it's woo-woo. That's totally cool. But it's a part of you that holds the wisdom to the sacred marriage. That holds the wisdom to having a really fucking good relationship in this life. Like in the physical. I'm not talking out there. I'm not talking woo-woo. I'm talking really tangible here, now, present with your man or your woman. Um, and getting to those heights and those depths and that connection and that love and that joy and that bliss and that ecstasy and all of that stuff. Um, and <clears throat> So right now it's... It's this purifying energy that's being blasted at that part of self. So it's an awakening energy, it's an opening energy, and it's a purifying energy. So it's asking you to let go of things that are in the way of standing in that wisdom of this is how I relate to the masculine. This is how I step in to sacred union. 
And this can be sacred union with self. So this doesn't have to translate into a physical relationship, although oftentimes it does, simply because when we work on the inner energetics, if that's what we're wanting to create in the world or to attract into our world, the outer energetics by law, by like natural law, have to line up with the inner energetics. Like there's no way that dude can't show up because that's just the law. <laughs> so, um, so in the post I wrote about, there's two ways to do it. One, actually I don't want to talk about that yet. I don't want to go there yet. We'll go there in a little bit, I promise. So I know that we have an open circle. We typically open circle. Um, but we're not going to do that today. We're just going to drop in, breathe, and be open. So the other thing I want to ask you is I want to ask for your permission to go deep and to go into the highest truth that I can, I can get to um, and to hmm, finding words is really hard. Um, but that's kind of what I'm asking for is can we really go for it? Like, can we go for it? Can I give you the raw, honest, brutal, hardcore energy? Kind of like that energy that's asking for the purification of Juno and Parvati. And I see all of your hearts and I'm loving your hearts. Um, Jacqueline, I love that. Uh, let's go, ladies. Nicole, <laughs> go deep. Yes, um, I love that. You've got my permission. Um, uh, so here's our deal. Let's make this deal. Let's make kind of this pact. I'm going to go for it. I don't want to hold back. I might freak you out. I might scare the shit out of you. I might cause tears. I might cause rage. I might cause anger. I might cause every defense mechanism in you to fly up. Defense mechanisms can be skating out, can be this isn't pertinent to me, can be uh, total shut down, can be numbing out, right? Do you see that? Can be anything that's like anesthetizing self. So these things can all start to come up as we go into this because it's not pretty. It's not pretty the shit that sits there that prevents us from opening up to this. We've got years of abuse, years of sexual abuse, years of repression, years of oppression, years and years and years of the masculine turning his back on us, walking away, denying the feminine. Do you feel where this sits in your system? We have years of him denying our fullness. Him denying feminine gifts, feminine wisdom, feminine intuition, feminine light, feminine love, feminine sexuality, right? Has been belittled into some distorted, disgusting fucking thing that can be manipulated and abused and used and just terrible things have been done to women. Now, if you have not consciously worked through that stuff, right? Then you will not ever come into that conscious relationship. Conscious man will not show up, right? That stuff sits deep in you. That stuff is not just from this lifetime, although there are going to be a lot of experiences that most of us have had in this lifetime. 
So in this lifetime alone, think back to when did dad leave? When did dad, that's your first taste of masculine energy, right? When did dad leave? When did the masculine uh, emotionally slip out, right? Like stone cold gone. When did the masculine, all of that stuff, right? I don't want to keep going into that, but feeling back into this life, think of your first sexual experiences. There's the big one for us. First sexual experiences. First. I want you to go back to the first, and you may have been five years old. Don't deny that stuff. This is the stuff that gets hidden, repressed, and we pretend like it's not there. So a big part of this is we've got to stop denying, repressing, and pretending that that shit didn't happen. So if it did happen, just saying, you don't have to say it to me, you don't have to say it to anybody else, although that can be very healing, you need to start to tell yourself the truth, right? So, okay, my first sexual experience was my uncle saying something extraordinarily inappropriately to me while I was in a bathing suit, and I felt shame, and I felt disgusting, and I felt horrible. It can be as little as that, right? Think about those things. The door right now is open to that, not just astrologically, collectively, right? You, can, you see the movements that are happening. There's the collective energy that's coming up. So in that energy, we've got this potential to be honest with ourselves, be real. What, what happened in this life? So then you go to teen years. What was that? What was your first experience of intimacy? Maybe it wasn't in your teens. Maybe you were in your 20s. Whenever it was. How healthy, how loving, how nurturing was that? What was that? How, was, how honored was the feminine in that? And the, fem, and the sexuality of the feminine. How honored was it, right? And then you go into your marriages or your next relationships or any kind of, and I'm only talking about like intimate partners here. There's also, what are your work relationships to the masculine? All of the power dynamics. When did you have to step into your masculine? Because being in the feminine is not safe. There's a huge one for us. Right? When we want, I, it's, I want to open to Shakti. I want to open to my feminine. Right? I want, I want, I want, I want, I want to feel. I want to surrender into. I want to relax. I want to have blissful orgasms where they just roll through my whole body. Right? I want to open to these things. Okay, there's a lot of fear that sits in there. In the feminine, there is a lot of fear. And so many of us have decided mm, it's not safe for me to stand in this energy. Because in the past, this energy was abused or repressed or distorted or hurt or it's not valued. How much is the feminine energy valued? Just look at intuition, right? How many times were you told, be logical, think about this, write a list of pros and cons, don't go based on, you can't just like, you can't just make a willy-nilly decision like that. You need to think about this, right? (laughs) So... We're at a time in history where we all know this. I'm not telling you something you don't know, but the feminine's rising. And we've got choice on how we open the feminine, how we rise, how we allow that to rise within, right? Allowing that feminine to rise within 
is allowing it to rise in our society, right? Like the inner world is just a representation of the big outer world anyways. So we have choice. How are we going to do this? And what I'm watching, which is killing me, is that we are opening up to the potency and the roar of the feminine, the dark goddess, let's say, right? For those of you who are into archetypes and goddesses, right? She's the one um, who who kind of fuels the feminist movement. But are we going to open that door to the fullness of the feminine, unleashing her power and her potency and her magic and her gifts? Are we going to open that door and are we going to, how are we going to unleash that energy? Are we going to purify it first? Are we going to purify it? Or are we just going to do what the masculine patriarchy did to us? There's my question for us as women. How are we going to do this? Are we going to open up these lines and roar and castrate our men and disempower our men? Because that's what we're doing collectively. That's where we're at. We're there. We've opened the door. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. For feminine rising. Right? Hell yeah. Needs to happen. But how I'm watching it happen is disgusting. It's disgusting. And we're wondering, why are there no conscious men? Why is there no man? Because you're castrating him or attempting to castrate him because you're not clean yet. Right? You've opened the door, but you haven't purified it yet. You've opened the door, but you're still standing in fear or anger or rage or grief, which is totally valid because it's there. There is rage, there is grief, there is fear, and there is a lot of pain in the feminine. A lot of pain. I talked about it at the start, and if you missed it, go back and listen to it. There's a lot of pain that sits there for us. But are we going to operate and awaken from that pain place? And just swing that stupid pendulum, which is standing over here in the patriarchy, which is distorted and not good. Are we just going to swing that over here and do the same thing with the matriarchy? Come on. Like we're not, we, we, we can't do that. So we're standing here collectively. We're kind of opening up this door. And I'm not saying this is everybody, right? We're all at very different levels. There are some women who don't even have that door open yet. I work with women on all levels, right? Some have the door open. There's been zero purification. And she's just like the roaring dark goddess who is like, I will kill any man who even looks at me the wrong way. And he might be looking at her with love, but she can't see that because she's blinded by the distortion that's sitting in her system that she's unconscious of, right? You get that? You can't see it. You can't see it because it's deep, it's buried, it's hidden. You are it. It is so, so hard to see these places. They are tricky, they are witchy, they are buried, and they are wild. So when we stand in this place without purifying, and then we're waiting for conscious man to show up, really, do we really think a conscious man wants to walk in to a distorted, roaring beast of a woman? No. I don't want to walk into that. 
I don't want to walk into that, right? Let's say, let's say me, for instance, let's just flip the tables or you, let's say you're standing in, let's say you and I, we have, we have opened, right? We've laid down our sword. We have vowed to stop emasculating men, right? I have vowed to stop emasculating men. I have owned and owned and owned, and I have looked at those deep, huge patterns in myself, right? I have worked and worked and worked. I have cried on the floor. I have vomited out old gooey energy. I've looked at rape patterns that sit in my family lines. That's not a lie. And how we've attracted that. I know there's a pretty scary one for you. Like how we actually, you will barely, anybody will ever be able to comprehend that sort of a thing, right? I told you we were going deep and it's not fucking pretty, but there is an attraction to that. Those are deep patterns. They're not always in this life. I know we talked about things that happen in this life, but you've got to look at your ancestral lines, right? What have you, what's running through you? You are half mom, half dad. What came in with that? What came in from mom's womb? What came in from past lives or the karmic backpack? And if you don't believe in karma or whatever, then why aren't you enlightened, right? Like what did you come in with? You came in with something that's holding you back from being pure light, pure love, pure divinity, and having everything that you want and manifesting it like that, because that's possible. We all know that, right? Like we know, we know that that's possible. It's on offer in this life as a human that's there. But we are just wired and we have blocks, the rubble, right? We talk about the rubble in Reba. There's rubble. The lines aren't open. We're not aligned. We're not connected. So, <coughs> so we've, got, we've got all this stuff. I totally lost my train of thought. Because I really wanted to point out the fact that it's not just from this lifetime. So if it's feeling really overwhelming... It's not just from this lifetime. It's not just experience of this lifetime. It's the collective that we sit in, right? There are women in other countries who are still slaves because they're a woman. We just have to realize that that energy is still in our present day society. It's there. So when we, when we open that door, to our allness, to the dark goddess, to the lover, to the warrior, to the priestess, to the tantric, tantrika, right? When we start to open those doors, it's not just an awakening experience. It's not just, I'm going to go to this workshop and Sabrina's going to awaken Kundalini for me. And then I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. When that awakens in us, right? When the Shakti awakens, it's, it's that divine life force then starts to do the work on you. That awakening, that is just one tiny, minuscule baby step. Baby step. Then the work starts. Then the purifying starts. Then the standing in the fire and letting all of it burn. All of it shed all of the protection, all of the defenses that stop us, right? That stop us from coming into what is real. So it's real. Like you feel that longing and that yearning because it's real. It's there. It's there. That part is not a fairy tale. It's not. 
It's just what's required to get to the fairy tale isn't that he shows up and kisses Sleeping Fucking Beauty. They skip the next part. Like the kiss of Sleeping Beauty is like the Shakti woke up, the Kundalini woke up. That's, that's the kiss. And now it's what is in this system, in this being, in my psyche, in my body, in my energetic field, in my mental field, in my emotional field. What is in this that distrusts the masculine, that's scared of coming into relationship? That's scared, right? What's in this that holds memories of how fucking painful it was the last time you tried, right? or the last time you opened, and it was pure abuse, and the grief, and the pain, right? Like, where is that? Because it's in you, it's there. And either it's gonna operate unconsciously and sabotage, 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 or attract dickheads in, right? It's gonna do that, or it's gonna push away the right guy, not the right guy, there's no right guy, but the good guy, the guy that will do the work with you, the guy that wants what you want and is willing to walk through the fire, right? So it's, we'll either do that or we'll attract the wrong one because it's coming from really deep but really powerful energetic in us. And so the work, right? The work, I don't care where you do the work. You could do the work with rewilding. You could do the work with somebody else. But find somebody who understands this path, right? I mean, the whole reason I wrote that post is because I was hurting that this path isn't talked about, that this path isn't on offer for young girls, right? It's not, it's not common knowledge that this is the path. This is the path to us having all of what we want, that connection, that love, that bliss, that joy, that sex, all of that or whatever it is that your heart's desire is, right? It might just be a connection to the divine in that way, right? That may be your relationship to the masculine. Um, I just remember what I was talking about before. I know this is crazy that I'm now circling back to what I was talking about, but I want to talk about that example that I was giving of myself. So let's say I've done this work, right? I've gone into these big, huge places, right? I've opened, I've purified, I've de-rubbled, I've let that go. I've put my sword down. Now, a man shows up in my world who is nowhere near that place, right? He's just nowhere near that place. To me, why would I do that? Unless I have a contract with him. Unless I have a soul contract with him to awaken him, right? And to love him and to open him and to bring him to where I'm at. Do you see what I'm saying? But those contracts are few and far between. They're very few and far between. So now flip it, right? It's like we're, we're begging for this conscious man to show up. Where's the conscious man? Where is he? Like, few and far between do these conscious men, or, and we'll define conscious man, right? Like, it's just this fucking fictitious thing anyways. It's just this fictitious thing, but we all kind of know what we're talking about. Let's just get past, like, getting stuck on wording, because I've heard comments and shit about that. Like, let's move past that. So the conscious man 
rarely is his contract to work in that way, right? Like it's there. And so in the post, I know that I shared, there's two ways to do this. One is you do the work on your own and then you attract a man that's on that, on, on a relatively similar level to you, right? Or you do the work with your current partner who has said yes. They have to say yes though. They've got to say yes. That's the biggest thing that I can say is it's choice. Just because you are desiring this path doesn't mean he's desiring it. Just because this is your soul contract, your path, your deepest heart's desire is to open, is to awaken, is to de-rubble, is to get to the fullness of life. I want to live. I want to be alive. And I want to do what it takes to get to that place so I can manifest things like that, right? And I can have this love and I can have all of these things my heart desires because there's nothing getting in the way. Do you see that? There's nothing then that gets in the way. All the childhood wounding shit's gone. The past life wounding shit's gone. The crap you came in with, the collective stuff, it's not sitting in your system anymore. It's not stopping you. But just because you're choosing that doesn't mean your husband right now is choosing that. It doesn't mean it. So what you've got to do is you've got to have these conversations with the man that you're with or the man that you start to engage with, right? Like, hey, I'm on this, I'm on this really this really big awakening path of evolution, this is really, really important to me. This is like my number one. I've had to have these conversations of just saying like, what is our primary purpose in relationship? What are we doing together? Because for me, right now in my life, it's about evolution. And this is a legitimate conversation that I had four years ago. It is about evolution. I am on this path of awakening, of opening, and it's not going to be super pretty sometimes. It's going to be miraculous, and there are going to be things that you will probably see and I will probably see that will blow my mind that I could not even fathom our actual reality. But are you in? Is that something that you're up for? Are we coming into relationship with the same intentions? Or do you want to just chill out, drink a beer and hang out with your buddies. And if that's what you genuinely want to do, that's cool. I honor that and I respect that. But I honor and I respect what's screaming in me. And if you're not willing to go where I am being led and called and not kicked and pushed and thrown into, if you're not willing to go there, I then have to go on my own. Because I'm not going to say no to my soul's calling. I'm not going to dim my light or stop my path because it's not yours. And that is really big for a lot of women who are in relationship right now. Really big. Wow, I love you women. I love it. I love that you've said yes to us going this deep, this big, this real, this raw. Um, I love that so many of you are here uh, in our Facebook group or listening to the podcast or watching this on the replay. I'm loving all the hearts. I have no idea what time it is. 1.40. What if we do some questions? How does that feel? Ah, I just never know what's going to happen when we open the door to Q&A. Okay, I'm going to grab my water because my throat's on fire. So we're in Sedona. <coughs> and I have to say, it is intense here. Energy is intense in Sedona. I am getting my ass kicked. Um, it's awesome. It's amazing. Uh, there's definitely like a demand to 
open to something before um, uh, before the workshop on the weekend. Okay, so I'm just burning up time until we have questions. That's what I'm doing. Uh, so I'm totally open to any questions on Conscious Man or anything that came up. I love what you're all sharing. My husband followed, and it was powerful. Like, hell yeah, Colby. I am so glad you shared that, sister. Uh, Danny, haven't cried this much from watching you in a while. Oh, sister, I feel you, woman. Um, just keep doing the work. I love you, I love you, I love you. Um, lots, like... That's all releasing. I know that we all know that, but our bodies will release and will open. So once we work, once we take that baby step, right, that um, kind of awakening to the divine wisdom within, the Shakti or Kundalini or whatever the heck we're calling it these days, but it's just body wisdom. It's divine wisdom. It's smarter than the brain. Um, and it's kind of like you cut your hand and your hand knows how to heal. Well, this just works on really, really deep, beautiful levels that are mental, that are emotional, that are physical, that are spiritual, right? It works on all of those levels, not just on the physical, I cut my hand and I heal and that's my body wisdom doing that, right? Your body wisdom will traverse all of those realms and all of those layers and that's what we work with. That's what we're doing um, because that's the big stuff. That'll take you everywhere. That'll clear out all of it. Um, okay, point it out. But anyways, in that releasing, it can show up in a lot of different ways. And so our job is to trust how it's showing up, right? Is to trust what the body does, what the energy does. So it doesn't just necessarily, it's not just body-based. So some people get like, oh, I don't have a good connection with my body. I don't know how that works. But it's the energy of it. And like, just... Just do the work. Find people who know this. Find, find facilitators who know this or get in circles of women who know this, right? Like, come to rewilding if you don't have another place to go. Um, we're sometimes not aligned at the same time, but eventually we fight it out and it somehow ends up forcing us to ascension. Uh, who was that? Amanda. Like, I'm super glad that you shared that as well because that's part of it. That's the gift that's the gift in the relationship. That's the gift in the conscious relationship, in the tantric relationship. It's gifting. It's constantly gifting. Let me show you something that you haven't seen in yourself. Now let me show you something that you haven't seen in yourself. My aim is that I want to awaken you and open you and help you to heal. And sometimes I have to show you the really icky freaking bits that send you mental and send you crazy and you want to kill me. But I'm the only person on the planet who can do that for you right now. That's my contract to you. So we also need to know that that's part of it. And Amanda, I love that you shared that woman. Um, uh, would really appreciate some guidance on how to go into the lineage or past life stuff. Ellie, um, I can only tell you how we do it at Rewilding. Um, there could be a lot of other ways to do it. That's actually really hard to answer, Ellie. Because what happens is you open up to the energy and it takes you where you're meant to go. That's the only way to work. That is the only way to work, is you open up to that divine energy that runs through you, that body wisdom that runs through you. You find someone who can open those doors and then you let that energy take you where it wants you to go. So sometimes we go, oh, I know that I need to work on my lineage. I know that I need to work on past life stuff. And that's the head talking. It's like that's left brain and that's, that's valid, um, but that's one level. And so we could actually be limiting what's best for us because our left brain doesn't know. And so the best thing that I can tell anybody about any sort of practice, about any sort of clearing, whether it's this, whether it's lineage, whether it's past life, whether it's karmic, whether it's this, 
this body, this lifetime, is find someone who can open the door and then find someone who can help you to trust where that takes you to. Because only your body knows, only that divine wisdom, Shakti, that flows through you knows where to go first, right? It knows where to go. And so that's what you want to work with. Not just this left brain, like, hmm, let's go, let's now, now let's go over here and let's do this work. Okay. And you're just like, oh, this really didn't do a whole lot for me because you're not trusting where the body's asking, where the divinity that runs through you is asking you to go, right? That's the wisest force anywhere that we can work with. It's far beyond the brain. So I hope that helps just find the places, um, that will take you into that stuff. Uh, my husband opened my rewilding and then slammed the door shut. I missed the connection we had before my pain shut it down. Bia, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that back on you, sister. Um, your husband, I am sure, opened a door and then slammed the door shut. But your system asked for him to slam the door shut. Your soul asked his soul to slam that door shut. So now it's. <laughs> I know this is hard. I know this isn't pretty, but this is part of the work, and I'm so glad you asked that question. And I, I just want you to know I'm holding you in absolute compassion um, and speaking from a place of I know this, um, and I've, right, this is the work, though. It's, okay, what in me asked for that door to be slammed shut? And then what am I learning from this? What is this teaching me? What is now being asked of me? So maybe your soul asked him to slam that door shut um, so that you could move on. Or maybe your soul asked him to slam that door shut because you weren't quite ready for what was coming. Or maybe slam the door shut because it was meant to take you into a place within self where there's some rubble, right? Where you're holding on to some of those like darker, denser bits. Or maybe slam the door shut so you could show up on this live stream at Rewilding and listen to what, what I'm saying about conscious man, right? So many different things will happen from that. But the worst thing that we can do, and this is for all of us, not just you, Bia, um, and I'm, again, I'm saying this with absolute love and compassion, woman, is the worst thing that we can do is say, your fault, you did it, my husband shut the door, da-da-da-da, we're giving our power away. So every time that we say somebody else has done this to me or somebody else has caused this, we're actually giving our power away. We're giving away our choice, our power, our process, our path, and I never, ever, ever want you all to do that, right? Like, that hurts me. Um, so it's owning it. It's owning it and making choice. Every moment is choice. Every single moment is choice. Feeling into what's the highest choice now. This happened. What's the highest choice now? I was a part to play in this. I don't even know what my part may have been to play in this, but this was my choice for this experience to happen. Now what do I do with it? And I'm sending you a lot of love, Bia. Um, savage stuff here. I love it. Simon, I love that comment. That is hilarious. You are an awesome woman. Um, um, oh, I love all your comments, ladies. It's so beautiful. Rough. Yay. Um, do these concepts relate to all? Jane, um, <laughs> they absolutely relate to all relationships. And I say that um, from a, that's a beautiful question. I say that from a place of we all hold both masculine and feminine within us. So if you were watching at the start, I was talking about how all relationships are very different. 
So just because I'm in a feminine body doesn't mean that I don't stand in my masculine. Doesn't mean that I don't hold that space for, for my significant other. Could be man or could be woman. Doesn't mean that I don't stand in my masculine. Um, and so when I'm in both of these, I'm clearing out the woundings of the feminine when I'm standing in the feminine and all my distrust of the masculine. And then when I'm standing in my masculine energy, again, regardless of sex, regardless of who I'm in a relationship with, when I'm standing in my masculine, now I have to work through all of the woundings that I hold and the distrust that I have toward the feminine. And that's a beautiful place to be is when we work both. And that's why in rewilding, we don't just work with the feminine archetypes. We also work with the masculine archetypes because we are all, we are all of it. Um, so Jane, I, I love that. And, and I suppose all relationships, even um, business partnerships, so not even intimate, not even just intimate relationships, maybe that's kind of what you meant as well, Jane, is can be working relationships, can be family dynamics, it's masculine and feminine principles. Um, and then there's just, well, we could go into a whole big thing on that. Um, but yeah, all, 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 all of your ladies, you do this work. And I promise you, every relationship in your life will change. Every one of them. The way you relate to your brother, your mother, your dog, your children, your significant other, right? This isn't just how do I bring in a conscious partner or how do I step into sacred marriage or that union. It's all relationships shift and change because it's how you then relate to others, um, trauma release body work. I love that. Um, Marimba, that's great. Um, trauma release body work is really good. Any sort of primal therapies I think are good. The question was asked around, um, body based practices and going into, right? So sometimes, especially for us women and men, uh, I work with a lot of men and they also carry a lot of wounding toward the opposite sex in the area of like the hips the womb space, the yoni, if sex is ever painful or if kind of numb down there, right? Like it's because we're holding a lot of things in our physical bodies. Um, so a lot of those therapies, even like loving touch. So this doesn't have to be complicated. It's not at all. It can be a thousand different practices. The simple thing is that it's got to be with love, like the pure potent love and can be as simple as someone's two fingers or one finger or even their eye gaze. <laughs> this is how simple this stuff is. But a person who knows this path, who can love from that place and can hold space for those realms and can open the door to those realms. So even if it's touch, Right, you might be in a um, so even right, like even if it's just touch, like my touch because of the realms that I can traverse into, or somebody else could traverse into, will take the energetics there, right? Um, so it's that's the biggest thing is the energetics behind whatever practice that is, the intention behind, the love, the purity behind it how much is that person cleaned out right does that make sense I hope that makes sense um because really everything is just tools they're just tools like this drum I love this drum but it's just a tool 
can stand, I would stand. I would put your feet more than shoulder width apart. So you really want to start to sink in. Second chakra area, like let's just go right into it. So second chakra would be womb space, a couple inches just below your belly button. If it helps to put your hand there, put your hand there. And now start breathing into your hand, right? So it's big, deep breaths, letting your body move. Do you see I'm swaying back and forth? You want your feet more than shoulder width apart. You want to be sinking in and down and dropping all of your awareness into your second chakra, right? And now you're breathing and you're opening. You're relaxing. So this is all we're going to do. We're just going to relax. So all it is is a relaxing of the whole second chakra area. So you breathe. You relax your hips.
Um, yeah, I see beautiful comments. Love the energy. Paula Tears, I see you, Sister Betsy. Um, I see you, woman. Um, I just want to say a lot of self-love around this, a lot of compassion um, on this path. Like if you do choose to take this path, just so much love and, and big holding. Um, and in and, and ease and grace um, <laughs> for the bits that get tough. Um, when it gets tough, and it gets challenging, and it doesn't make sense, and the little self is holding on to something, and the little self is clinging on to things, and uh, it kicks up, kicks up a fight. It fights fights hard, fights hard to, pro thinks it's protecting us, um, thinks it's protecting us, um, and that's, that's all we, that's all we got to work through, is that, um, I have so much love for all of you, and I'm so grateful that we get to do this together weekly, and for those of you who I get to see in Sedona, um, holy energy that you've decided to step into, um, if this is your first live event that you're coming to, um, Oh, sister, welcome. Um, it's a, it's a, you picked a big one. Um, uh, for those that I'll see in Colorado, uh, I can't wait to see you. It's going to be big as well. There's another eclipse coming, so it's just going to be this continuation of this massive energy. Uh, same for UK. That's, um, we'll be out of eclipse by then. There's a different magic bubbling up over there, uh, and I feel it's really sexual. So for the ladies in the UK, I don't know what you all are doing, but it feels really like the sexual awakening, sexual healing aspects for both the workshops, even one that's the sole purpose workshop still feels that um, real creativity, like real sexual opening and awakening and healing, um, not just to have beautiful, amazing love making, but um, also for creating in the world. Um, okay. <sighs> I love you ladies. Go gentle on yourselves today. If it feels right to listen to more drumming tracks or to listen to other podcast episodes or heck, if you are wanting to do this work, we've got inner circle and you can dive in now. Like you could actually access all of January's workshops today. Um, so if it's like, wow, this, this, I go, and I want the support of a women's circle and the practices and the door opening, um, there's really nothing that's stopping you, um, because we've got that available. Um, so that's just inner circle on our website. If you just look up rewildingforwomen.com, you'll see it and you'll see all the events. Okay. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'll see you all next week. Bye, my gorgeous friends.